Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus speaks to us today in the words of the Beatitudes, which he first spoke in his famous Sermon on the Mount. We hear there the rhythm of Jesus' words. Blessed are the, for they shall. And each of those phrases that Jesus utters has a picture and then a promise. A picture of the people of God and then a promise for the people of God. The first picture of the people of God, those poor in spirit. Yes, God's people are those who do not place confidence in their own self but rather realize that they remain in need of help at all times. They realize that they are poor spiritually and that they will only ever be spiritually rich if someone is generous and gracious towards them. The promise to the people of God, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What greater promise can be offered Entrance into the King Jesus' kingdom. Entrance through water and word. The poor made rich. The kingdom given freely and generously even now. The next picture, those that mourn. Yes, God's people are those who mourn. Though not selfishly over their own loss, they are those who mourn the state of this world. They mourn how far this world has fallen from the perfection that God created it with in the beginning. And not only do they mourn because they see a fallen world, they mourn also because they understand that their sins are part of that fallen world. The promise? They will be comforted. Sins removed by the blood of Jesus. The world one day restored to its former perfection. The oil of gladness in the place of mourning. The garment of praise in place of the spirit of despair. The picture? Those who are meek. You see, the people of God do not feel the need to assert their own rights and privileges at every point. They are gentle rather than pretentious. They not only admit their lack of perfection to themselves, but will even allow it to be known in the world. The promise? They will inherit the earth. Not this corrupted earth, but the new earth that God will create. They are the ones who will receive the promise of a perfect land, first given to Abraham, and then Isaac, and then Jacob, and now to all who look in faith to Jesus. The picture? Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. More than simply realizing their sinfulness, the people of God, by his spirit, long for something better. They thirst for the living God. Their mouths water for righteousness. 
They long to be filled up with Jesus, who will be given to them. The promise, they will be filled. God does not allow hunger and thirst for righteousness to go unsatisfied. No, the empty are filled. Christ's righteousness is given both now and forever. Sins are forgiven and people are made new. And on the last day, that perfect righteousness of Christ will be bestowed on all who believe. The picture? The merciful. God's people are ready to give mercy to anyone. They are merciful because they realize that all of those around them are much like them, sinners in need of mercy. And so they give mercy to people who don't deserve anything. They forgive those people who deserve punishment. They help people who could never repay them. The promise? They will be shown mercy. They will be given to even though they don't deserve it. They will be forgiven even though they deserve punishment. They will receive help even when they will never be able to repay. Yes, the almighty and merciful God has promised to fill their lives with the merits of his favor. The picture, the pure in heart. God's people are those who have been transformed by God's power. The old corrupt heart is gone and the new pure heart has come. And that heart remains not alone, but influences the whole body. Hearts and hands move in beautiful concert with one another and with purity. The promise? They will see God. Yes, they will behold him. Now by faith, but on the last day with their very own eyes. They will behold the glory of Jesus with their own eyes and with not another. The picture? The peacemakers. Yes, God's people understand that this forgiveness that we talk about is intended to bring reconciliation and peace. They seek to spread forgiveness wherever they have the chance in order that people might live at peace with God and at peace with one another They are a people of peace rather than contention. They know that they are to live at peace with all. They take no comfort in bitterness or strife, even if it seems to aid their position. The promise? They will be called the sons of God. Already now, he calls them his children in baptism. But upon his return... It shall be revealed exactly who all the sons and daughters of God truly are. They will be manifested as the sons of God who get to live in his house forever. The picture? Those persecuted for righteousness. Oh yes, God's people stick out a bit in this world based on their beliefs and their faith and their love. They are those who the world, quite frankly, at times cannot stand to have around. They are those whom the world feels the need to silence 
through whatever means necessary. The promise? Theirs is the kingdom of God. What greater promise can be offered than entrance into the King Jesus' kingdom? Entry through word and water, the persecuted exalted, the kingdom given, both now and forever. And you capture all of those pictures in the Beatitudes and place them together into one collage. We see a picture of the people of God. They are penitent. They are humble. And yet they are renewed and pure. Yes, this is what the Christian life looks like in the world. There is a humility there that reflects itself in exactly how that person conducts themselves in the world. As our catechism says, the people of God are blessed to serve Jesus in everlasting righteousness and innocence and blessedness, even as he is risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. And if you take all of those promises of God and put them together into a collage, you have a picture of a blessed, forgiven, and graced people. They show us that life with God is in fact blessed because it is filled with so many undeserved blessings given to us by our God. Those pictures show us how the Christian life is to look when lived well. And so also when we hear them, they often call us to repentance. For at times we know that the pictures in our life do not match up with the pictures in the Beatitudes. We admit that there are times when we are haughty in spirit, when we rejoice in our sins, when we have been prideful. We admit there are times that we have hungered and thirsted for things other than righteousness, that we have been merciless, and that our hearts have been filled with impure and improper thoughts and desires. We repent today of those times when we have been peace destroyers rather than peacemakers, and have cursed God for the slightest persecution that we might have endured. Thankfully, though, those promises call us today to rest and to peace. They assure us that despite our sins and for the sake of Jesus and his cross, we indeed will be blessed. The kingdom of heaven is ours. We will be comforted and shall inherit the earth. Because of his death, we will be satisfied, receive mercy, and see God with our own eyes. Yes, because God connects us to Jesus and his death and resurrection in things like baptism, the word, and his supper, we know that we are the sons and daughters of God and we receive his kingdom. All those pictures confront us and challenge us. But all of those promises comfort and relieve us. Altogether, those pictures and those promises show us the Christian life. They show us that the Christian life is one of repentance and trusting in the promises of God. This is the life that all the saints before us lived. It is the life that we have been called to live. And the life that all those that come after us will live as well. And it is a blessed life indeed. So rejoice and be glad. 
your reward is great in heaven. Amen.